Hey everybody, welcome to Central in Janesville, the sermon podcast for the Janesville campus of Central Christian Church. Today we've got a short devotional podcast to go along with our regular Sunday sermon podcast. This is your campus pastor, Kellen Anderson. Everybody, thanks for joining me for today's devotional. Uh, I want you to think about what, what would probably happen in this country if the president got on television one day and said, as of this moment, every law in this country is abolished. There's no laws. Do what you want. Some people might think it would look a little bit like the movie The Purge, if you ever saw stuff for that. Uh, not a movie that I would prescribe watching, but uh, there was no rules and people could do whatever they wanted for one night of the year. Um, not a great way to have a society that works well. But I wonder if there was no rules, what would be the first thing that you would do? Uh, would you go driving down the road at 115 miles an hour? Um, we all seem to think that rules are really important for how we behave, but we also tend to fight against rules a lot of the time. And there's a passage in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus spends some time talking about rules. Ultimately, his point is that, yes, there are rules in this world, but if, if you want to be right with God and love God, those rules really aren't that hard to follow. So I want to take a look at four verses, and we're going to look at them bit by bit. The first one is Matthew 5, 17. Jesus says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. The first thing to hear to know is that Jesus commands us to a wholehearted commitment to himself and his teachings. He is the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Uh, sometimes people think Jesus gives us some kind of weird new law that makes us free to do whatever we want in the New Testament. Um, do whatever we want to do at all, but that's really not the case. The old law is not abolished, but as Jesus is the fulfillment of that law from the Old Testament, we now look to the spirit of those laws from the Old Testament teachings. That old law pointed to our need for Jesus. The whole Old Testament really is showing us that we absolutely need Jesus. Our world is so messed up, Jesus becomes our everything. The Old Testament law is not really to be abandoned. Indeed, it it, it needs to be continued to be taught, but interpreted and applied in light of the fulfillment of Jesus. Um, so in other words, it, it stands no longer as the ultimate standard of conduct for God's people, but it must always be viewed through the lens of Jesus' ministry and teaching. Next two verses, uh, Matthew 5, 18 and 19 says, I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not the, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear, from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of these uh, commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So the second thing here is to realize that people cannot pick and choose what commands of Jesus that they're gonna obey and not obey. Uh, the Pharisees in Jesus' day, they cared way too much about commands that really didn't matter. They were human-made laws that that didn't draw their hearts toward Jesus. Jesus commands our hearts. Um, the, the commands that he gives us are meant to draw us towards the heart of Jesus. Jesus interpreted the, the most important commands as loving the Lord, which is really the first four commandments of the Ten Commandments, and then uh, the next most important thing, loving people, which are the last six of the Ten Commandments. Talk about loving people. That's ultimately being faithful to the full law. Committing to not murdering, but not making the same commitment to not having envy or lying or committing adultery, uh, it's going to jeopardize our reward. But there's something important to understand about fulfilling the law 
that Jesus tries to help us see in the last verse. The last verse, he says, For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Third thing that we got to understand from this passage, no person will be considered righteous based solely off their own actions. You need Jesus. He fulfills the law for you. You're never going to to get the law perfectly right on your own. You're going to mess up. But if you aim at the heart of the law, you're going to make, you're going to hit the mark more often than not. And if you trust Jesus to hit the mark for you in those times where you don't hit the mark, he will fill in the gaps of your imperfection. You may be in a situation where you're doing things right in life. You're essentially living by all the moral rules that God has laid out for us. But maybe you're doing it simply because that's just the way you are. You're, you're not doing it out of love for God. You're a moral person, but you, the love for God isn't there. The Bible's clear that just doing the right things is not going to make you right with God. On the other hand, you may really have a love for God. You appreciate the fact that Jesus died for you and, and, and you've given your heart over to God, but you're not following the, the kind of guidelines that God has laid out for us. You look at the Ten Commandments and there's just things that you're not following. You have other gods before you. You have certain idols that you've placed in your life. You, you curse God. You disrespect his name. You don't take time for just you and God where he can refresh you through a Sabbath. Uh, you disrespect your parents. You kill people. Maybe not literally, but in your spirit, there's hatred. Uh, maybe you're sexually impure. You steal. You lie. You get jealous and envious, which leads to all kinds of other behaviors. If these things make up the behaviors of your lives, then guess what? You're not living out what God has called us to live out. Jesus isn't expecting perfection from you. He died for you so that you wouldn't have to be perfect. But he is expecting your heart to be transformed by your love for him. Transformed in a way that makes you desire to live more under his authority. Realize that he wants what's best for you and then choose to begin to follow that lead. Let me pray for you today. Lord, I pray right now for transformation in our hearts. Uh, Lord, Sometimes it's just tough to live the way that you call us to live. But God, I thank you that Jesus died on a cross for me so that I don't, I'm not expected to be perfect. But God, I want my heart to be transformed. God, I pray for every single one of us listening to this today that you will transform our hearts in the ways that we need that today. We love you. We give our hearts to you. We give ourselves to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Central and Janesville. Be sure to subscribe to the Central and Janesville podcast to keep up to date with each of our teachings. Thanks.